This is IGN. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. This is IGN. Coming up, EA returns to MMA with UFC 5. Welcome to your IGN Daily News. But first, a horrifying new use has been discovered for the classic glass slipper based on two new images of Cinderella's Curse, a horror movie in the vein of the surprisingly successful Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey. The two stills, which can be exclusively revealed by IGN, offer horror fans their first look at Cinderella's Curse, and, well, it's looking pretty bloody. The first image has Cinderella, Kelly Ryan Sanson, screaming into the sky while wearing what looks like the story's fabled dress. Did her trip to the ball go worse than she planned? Who can tell, but she doesn't seem very happy. The second image is a grim look at a very bloody glass slipper. Whatever happened to Cinderella in the first instance, it looks like it triggered a roaring rampage of revenge from our fair heroine. Originally announced back in May, Cinderella's Curse is another horror movie produced in part by ITN Studios, which also helped produce Blood and Honey. Cinderella's Curse joins films like Peter Pan Neverland Nightmare in turning beloved children's stories into twisted tales of horror. Up next, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 director James Gunn originally planned an animated character cameo for comics legend Stan Lee before Lee's death in 2018. I originally wrote Lamshank, the character that I played, for Stan Lee because I wrote the movie before Stan passed on, he said during the film's director commentary. Although Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 wasn't released until 2022, Gunn actually turned in his first draft for the movie in June 2018. However, Gunn was temporarily fired by Marvel in July before he was rehired in early 2019. Despite the turmoil and redrafting, Lamshank remained in the script through the final draft. By the time it came to filming, however, a Stanley cameo was no longer an option. Instead, Gunn decided to take on the role of Lamshank himself, one of the High Evolutionary's experiments who appears to scare Mantis before she sheepishly shrugs it off. Want to read more about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3? Check out the deleted scene that sheds light on the High Evolutionary's fate, as well as what the Guardians sequel means for X-Men fans at IGN.com. And... Blizzard has told Diablo 4 players who have reached all their goals that it's fine to take a break from the game ahead of the launch of Season 1, dubbed Season of the Malignant, on July 20th. Diablo 4 launched big early June, becoming Blizzard's fastest-selling game ever. It has only been out five weeks, but some players have already hit the level 100 with a permadeath hardcore character and are now repeatedly target farming in a bid to obtain loot that increases their power in ever-shrinking increments. There are even reports of players completing Tier 100 Nightmare Dungeons in Hardcore Mode, considered one of the hardest challenges currently in-game. As a result, some players have said they are either getting bored with Diablo 4 Endgame after cramming in hundreds of hours in such a short amount of time, or feeling burnt out. During a recent livestream, Diablo 4 Associate Game Director Joe P. Piora said Blizzard staff take their own advice and pointed to the launch of new seasons as a great time to return to the action role-playing game because they offer a fresh start to all. EA 
NBA has announced a return to mixed martial arts video games with UFC 5 in a bare-bones tweet that promises more information in September. Coming soon, reads the tweet, which also includes a logo. EA Sports' UFC game series is based on the Ultimate Fighting Championship and kicked off with EA Sports UFC in June 2014. It was the first UFC game since THQ sold the license to Electronic Arts. EA Sports UFC 2 came out in March 2016, before EA Sports UFC 3 launched in February 2018. EA Sports UFC 4 then came out in August 2020, leaving the series quiet for the last three years. IGN's 8 out of 10 review called UFC 4, a largely iterative sequel that tightens up some looser parts, makes a few smart tweaks here and there, and doesn't rock the boat all that much. Last month, EA underwent a major internal shakeup that split EA Games and EA Sports, with the former renamed EA Entertainment, in a signal that EA intends to expand beyond games where possible. Cam Weber, who rose out of EA's football games, continues to lead EA Sports. That's your IGN Daily News. My name is Tony Jackson, and if you want more news on your favorite games and entertainment topics, make sure to visit us at IGN.com. You can also download our free app on your phone or console, and subscribe to our weekly podcast through the podcast service of your choice. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.